Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Leviticus chapter 21. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the priests, the sons of Aaron, and say to them, A priest must not make himself ceremonially unclean for any of his people who die, except for a close relative, such as his mother or father, his son or daughter, his brother, or an unmarried sister who is dependent on him, since she has no husband. For her, he may make himself unclean. He must not make himself unclean for people related to him by marriage, and so defile himself. Priests must not shave their heads or shave off the edges of their beards or cut their bodies. They must be holy to their God and must not profane the name of their God, because they present the food offerings to the Lord, the food of their God, they are to be holy. They must not marry women defiled by prostitution or divorced from their husbands, because priests are holy to their God. Regard them as holy, because they offer up the food of your God. Consider them holy, because I, the Lord, am holy, I who make you holy. If a priest's daughter defiles herself by becoming a prostitute, she disgraces her father. She must be burned in the fire. The high priest, the one among his brothers, who has had the anointing oil poured on his head and who has been ordained to wear the priestly garments, must not let his hair become unkept or tear his clothes. He must not enter a place where there is a dead body. He must not make himself unclean, even for his father or mother, nor leave the sanctuary of his God or desecrate it, because he has been dedicated by the anointing oil of his God. I am the Lord. The woman he marries must be a virgin. He must not marry a widow, a divorced woman, or a woman defiled by prostitution, but only a virgin from his own people, so that he will not defile his offspring among his people. I am the Lord who makes him holy. The Lord said to Moses, Say to Aaron, For the generations to come, none of your descendants who has a defect may come near to offer the food of his God. No man who has any defect may come near. No man who is blind or lame, disfigured or deformed, no man with a crippled foot or hand, or who is a hunchback or a dwarf, or who has an eye defect, or who has festering or running sores or damaged testicles. No descendant of Aaron the priest who has any defect is to come near to present the food offerings to the Lord. He has a defect. He must not come near to offer the food of his God. He may eat the most holy food of his God as well as the holy food. Yet because of his defect, he must not go near the curtain or approach the altar and so desecrate my sanctuary. I am the Lord who makes them holy. So Moses told this to Aaron and his sons and all the Israelites. Now, this has a lot to do with holiness and the priesthood. Remember, the priests ultimately represent Christ, the high priest, the ultimate high priest. And so this call for perfection has a lot to do with Uh, being a sinless sacrifice in type and shadow in the person of Christ. These are Old Testament prescriptions. They're not applicable to ministers in the New Testament. 
But the reason that they're in there, I believe, is to typify the perfection of Jesus, that Jesus was the Lamb of God without spot or blemish. So these priests had to be without spot or blemish, even physical spots and blemishes. In verse 1, the Lord said to Moses, speak to the priests. So this is all about the priests. Notice this opening. The Lord said to Moses, over and over again in Leviticus, in fact, almost 50 times, we see this caption, the Lord said to Moses, One of the ancient commentators noticed that there is not a single book of the Bible that contains more direct quotes from Yahweh than the book of Leviticus. It is almost all direct quotes from the mouth of God. That's why you see this caption over and over again, the Lord said to Moses, the Lord said to Moses, and then everything is in quotation marks. But continuing, speak to the priests, the sons of Aaron, and say to them, a priest must not make himself ceremonially unclean. For any of his people who die, except for a close relative such as his mother or father, his son or daughter, his brother, or an unmarried sister who's dependent on him since she has no husband. So this this, uh, touching dead bodies, obviously there um, uh, there were implications for personal hygiene that they were unaware of. Diseases could kill someone and be transmitted if uh, if the priest touched the corpse and then touched many people in the in the process of his operations in the priestly function he could transmit disease but the symbolism was that priest represented life and eternal life and so the touching of the dead was both a caution or a protection against the spread of disease although they didn't know that but more importantly it was symbolic about the lord of life that these priests represented life. They pointed uh, the humans to life in Yahweh and eternal life in God. In verse 5, it says, The priests must not shave their heads or shave off the edges of their beards or cut their bodies. These were religious practices, friends, of the indigenous people that were in those areas. And so I, I mentioned in a previous chapter that this prohibition against shaving off the edges of their beards Um, has resulted in what you may see among the Orthodox, these long ringlets on the sides of their faces coming down. This is an attempt to keep from transgressing against this and other scriptures that say, don't shave the edges of your beards. But the shaving close of the edges of their beards was a religious practice, as was the shaving of their heads, as was the cutting of their bodies. These things were done for the worship of other gods. And so the Lord was saying, don't do, don't profane yourself uh, with these practices uh, that other gods require, because the Lord your God does not require or accept these things. In verse 10, the high priest, the one among his brethren, who has the anointing oil poured on his head, is ordained to wear the priestly garments. And it says he must not tear his clothes. And take note of that. He must not tear his clothes. Why is that significant? Because during the trial of Jesus before the high priests in the New Testament, the high priest tore his clothes. And so the high priest transgressed against the law in the trial of Jesus in many ways. And one of them is is through the high priest tearing his clothes. Let me read it to you from Matthew 26, verse 63 and following. Jesus remained silent, and the high priest said to him, I charge you under oath by the living God. Tell us if you are the Messiah, the Son of God. You have said so, Jesus replied. But I say to all of you, from now on, you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Mighty One and coming on the clouds of heaven. 
Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, he has spoken blasphemy. So it's, it's interesting that the high priest sinned while accusing Jesus of sin. Because um, as we just read from Leviticus chapter 21, verse 10, the high priest was prohibited from tearing his priestly garments. And so this high priest in the New Testament transgressed the law, even as Jesus perfectly fulfilled the law. But Lord, Jesus said that we would see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Mighty One and coming on the clouds of heaven. Lord, may we see that, and may we see that with great joy, not fear and dread. May that be the greatest day of our lives when we see the coming of the Son of Man. Whether, Lord, still in our bodies or in our our resurrected state, may we see him coming victorious on the clouds of heaven. Lord, we thank you for Jesus, and we thank you for all that he represents to us. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.